everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Big One Podcast. I'm your boy, New Guy, and with me, as always, is, of course, B-Boy. Yeah, welcome to Big One. Uh, we are, of course, like I said a few times, the Big One Podcast. We talk about NASCAR and sometimes mm-hmm. other uh, racing series. We talked about a lot of different racing series last week. Yeah, that's true. I would say in large part, driven by you, but then uh, co-piloted by me. Yes, uh, the way it should be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our Twitter is, of course, at Podcast Big One. You can tweet us there, uh, similarly to a lot of Twitter accounts. And our email address is uh, podcastbigone at gmail.com. I don't believe that anyone can email us there because uh, no one has yet. We've not received <laughs> any. So I, I don't, just. Yeah, think... I don't even, I'm not even sure if it works. So. Um... <laughs> um what was i talking about no just know, kidding man. uh who's our sponsor this week i've got i've got you one were, if you don't you were supposed to go out and get the sponsor i told you I was. okay to- yeah yeah i've got a sponsor okay. this week um this week it's uh the american dairy farmer association oh nice yeah um do we get like free milk or anything yeah 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 uh check your bathtub after this episode Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Simon Paginot got a lot of free milk this week. He did. So I figure we should, yeah. too. Yeah, it's only appropriate. Uh, um, cool. So, uh, this week, we, of course, had the Coke 600, one of the crown jewels of NASCAR, as I've heard it called. Yeah. Uh, including in the radioactive for this week. Uh, yeah, it's a, it is a crown jewel. I'd I mean, say I'd so. I consider I it agree. one of... One of the, I guess you could say, big four would be, I would say, Darlington, the Southern 500, Charlotte, uh, Coke mm. 600, Daytona 500, and uh, I, I mean, I want to say Indy, then, it, would be my other big one. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this is the big one, and we're trying to bring you some big ones. Speaking of big ones, what do you think yeah. of this race this week, B-Boy? <laughs> Um, well, my driver was like kind of caused the mm. big one, so uh, I wasn't super a fan of that. Uh-huh. But the racing grade that I'd like to give it is a B plus. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's the same that I was going to give it. Dude, how do we always have the same? I don't know. Damn and I promise uh, to any suspicious listeners out there, it's not because he said it first, and I'm just trying to mess yeah. with him. Uh, I was actually we don't discuss this those. No, we yeah, don't. We don't discuss them beforehand. Yeah. But I keep yeah. trying to, but you keep yelling at me to not. <laughs> well, what was interesting was there was you know when I watched it, I think I I liked it a lot more because the ending was so good. Um, and then you know I and then I went back and I kind of rewatched parts of it and rewatched like the the um, in depth like highlights and stuff. And I was just like, you know what, it was pretty good, but there were definitely stretches in there that uh that I was stretching, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, it was, uh, yeah, just very uh, messy. Like, yeah, I like it when the race is not predictable. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of when it's super messy, um, mm-hmm. but also still B plus. You know, pretty yeah, pretty good I, overall. I, I Definitely much good, better uh, than any of the years that I've been watching NASCAR, which has been like the past three or four. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it was definitely entertaining. Um, and it was interesting to have, you know, MTJ have such a dominant car. He was, I think, right on his way to having a Kyle Busch from last year kind of day. Maybe not quite as much um, because the restarts were kind of so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, definitely was on his way to dominating the race uh, in the first stage. Hits the wall, sets himself back. Everyone else kind of takes turns, leading bits in the laps and stuff. 
Uh, MTJ only led a hundred, what, four hundred fifteen something like that laps. Mm. Um, I got it right, one hundred sixteen laps. So it was very close. Um, and then you know, everyone, a lot of other guys led, you know, ten plus laps. And it, I don't know. To to me, it was a very competitive race. Oh, for um, sure, for sure. And then even at the end, MTJ had to get around some guys there to, mm-hmm. to win it. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, who who did you think uh, really stood out to you this week? Um, I well, I think uh, the the number one thing I'd like to call out is is just the entire Hendrick crew. Mm. Uh, we got Chase Bowman, uh, uh, Jimmy, and Byron all inside the top ten, inside yeah. the top nine technically. Dang, um, really cool to see. Um, I think I I might have had some kind of cool metric about that. That yeah. it was like the first time that that had happened for all the four Hendrick guys in in three years, four years, I think. Huh. Um, so pretty, yeah, pretty Very cool, cool stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. What about you? Uh, I think Stenhouse finishing fifth is really impressive. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, that's pretty surprising. It's so weird seeing him up here this high. Yeah, uh, it shouldn't be though. We know he's a yeah, good driver. I know, I know. Well, I mean, I feel like just this whole season is the first yeah. season where he's really consistently been. I don't know. Maybe I've not given him enough credit previous years, but uh, it's cool to see. I think uh, I think it was in this radioactive, this week's radioactive, where they had a clip of Alex Bowman saying that the only way Ricky knows how to get around people is by crashing into them. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is great. Which he's actually, oh. uh, it, it triggered like a, a a reflex in me because I remember Bowman always talking shit about the seventeen and other radioactives too. I, uh, think, I think he just has like unresolved <laughs> issues with him. Yeah, um, Bowman just got yeah. a huge crush on Danica and. Yeah, also sure. doesn't know that they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, solid top five for him. Uh, uh-huh. Obviously, you know, I already talked about all of Hendrick, but uh, four straight top fives for Chase Elliott. Um, Dang. That's the best such streak of his career. I mean, yeah. young career, but, yeah. you know, still really good. Man, he's going to – it's going to be fun watching the rest of his career because he's oh, been sure. doing great so far, And it's especially this it's year. Sa- it's safe to say that Hendrick has it figured out right now. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. So. Yeah, I mean, placing all four of them in the top ten, and three of them are quite young. Like yeah. Hendrick, oh, yeah. Hendrick have a long time of domination ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. And they, you know, they got to wait a couple years for everyone to get that experience. But yeah, it's it's looking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, it'd be a lot of fun to see some solid rivalries between different Hendrick drivers. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, we, God, we I went dream. through the. The Jeff and Jimmy era, uh-huh. you know, and that uh-huh. was that was a lot of fun. So, I'd expect us to see some of it. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's it's interesting because we start the season and and obviously all eyes on Chase, all eyes on Jimmy, Bowman, and Byron. Byron th- thought of I think a little bit better than Bowman is. Bowman's a little bit older. Uh, Byron's now got the hot uh, crew chief with Chad Canals. What does Bowman have? Bowman's got Dale Junior's team that he could barely win with. He had some solid seasons with, but he, you know. That's about it. You know, what, mm-hmm, what did Bowman mm-hmm. have going for him? And I, Bowman's my second favorite driver in that camp, man. I think he's or the second. I think right now he's the second most talented driver in that camp. So, mm, yeah, I'd say so. Well, I'd agree with you there. Cool. At least people with futures. R.I.P. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. Grandpa Jim Jam. Sorry, Jamies. <laughs> um, some other things uh, that I thought were really cool. Um, 
Well, I really loved uh, seeing Stenhouse actually kind of fuck around with the 18. Mm. Um, you know, the 18 kind of got into him early, and then when the 17 finally got back to him, he he rattled his cage yeah. uh, quite a bit. Um, love seeing it. Uh, you 18 sometimes does race that way where he thinks that people should race super nice around him because he's oh the champ and everything. Uh-huh. But you know, <laughs> I like to see guys fuck with him a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. He, and then I have he's okay. earned it. He's earned it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I have a series of of kind of encouraging statistics I'd like to throw at you. Oh, please I, I do. Um, so some things kind of uh, just about this race and and racing in general this year. There were 30 lead changes um, last week or this past weekend, um, which you know it's interesting. We give it a B plus, but 30 lead changes. 600 miles so dang. it's pr- pretty dang good it's the most on a non-super speedway since martinsville back in 2015 wow that's crazy yeah yeah so huh. i mean uh, they they were up there sw- switching it out for the lead mm. quite a bit by my calculations um, that's like very close to one change every 20 miles on average i think i think your calculations might be correct i hope so <laughs> um lead changes overall um this season are up 30 percent over last year nice uh in in, in all like uh, across all races across all races dang yeah I if like you think that. about that like one race mtj dominated and the one race that brad k dominated like it's very impressive you take out outliers that number is very very impressive you know yeah uh, um I mean, I think I think the most impressive impressive part of that. Sorry, I was writing down. I I thought up of a fourth uh, rapid fire. Oh, Uh, um, I think that the most impressive thing about that is that it doesn't feel fake. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're engineering lead changes. It feels like they're engineering cars which are producing better racing, and as a result, we're having more lead changes because, like, that's how it should be. Yeah, so so I, I was going to kind of wait until I had all the statistics out there, but, like, the statistics that I think a lot of people use to measure competition and, mm-hmm. and like, good racing are lead changes, um, a variety of different leaders, and then how close was the finish. Um, and the finish one is the only one that I'm, like, I don't like using that at all. Because, really, if you just have, like, five straight races where there's a caution and it causes a green white checkered like th- it will naturally be a close finish you know <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah so i really don't like using that I, I get i get why people do uh my statistic for that one is that this was the third closest green flag finish since electronic scoring at uh at charlotte mm. um and they've had 48 green flag finishes at, that's also uh, crazy charlotte. yeah since 1993 huh. so Third closest. And the other two were the ones where Jimmy Johnson passed a guy in the final turn to win. So Nice. Yeah, fair enough. Very close finish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, my only other statistic is that this is four straight races that we're on now with 10-plus different leaders hmm. each race. It's a quarter of the field is leading a lap. Pretty good. That's awesome. Pretty good. Um, I think that's about all I've got for this week's race. Have you got anything else? Uh, nothing on nothing on a uh, cup, but uh, Xfinity Xfinity was pretty interesting. I don't know if you were able to give it a watch. Um, it was a drivers only broadcast, so nice. you know had all the, the different drivers doing their different uh, things. Um, Bubba had this moment where he was on pit lane and they like asked him about a driver, and he was like, "What? Who? I who's that? What? Who is that?" <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, it was literally like his that was who he was assigned to go and like figure stuff out for. Nice. Uh, so that was like really funny, and then um. You know, Logano was there, so he obviously sucked. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
naturally. Classic. He just has classic. I, it's like he I he I don't know. He doesn't have the charisma to talk on say a podcast. Uh, that's, I that's not agree. to say if he's not listening, we wouldn't have him on. Yeah, if you want to come <laughs> on, you're welcome to. But yeah, I also don't think he'll do a great job. <laughs> I think we could do you're better. so welcome yeah. to, though, Joey. Come on. Yeah, please. Come on over, Joey. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, bring the pizza. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, no, some other things in the Xfinity race. The Gibbs cars had a bunch of problems. Cole Custer also had issues. So that means that Christopher Bell and Cole Custer basically took themselves out of the race. Who else do you think won? The other guy in the big three, Tyler Reddick. So that's two mm. for two for Custer, two for mm. Reddick, and three for Christopher Bell, if you're keeping count at home. Nice. Those those guys, I mean, they're a class above. All three need to be in Cup Series next yeah. year. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see when Silly Season comes around. Yeah. Do you watch uh, Monaco? Uh, I did, yeah. Uh, I actually, it's the most entertaining Monaco that I've watched, I think. Mm. Um why well there still wasn't much passing uh naturally but it was kind of cool because um the sorry i thought i heard something in my house uh i think it was (laughs) just my own voice in my headphones (laughs) (laughs) who is that uh so um this guy charles leclerc is uh driving for ferrari he's also monegasque so he's from monaco so this is his home mm-hmm. race. Uh, and he goes out for Quali 1 because uh, Quali for qualification for Formula 1 races is broken up into three parts. 20 cars, mm-hmm. uh, bottom five for stage one and two get eliminated. Uh, and then it's the final 10 racing in the final stage. So uh, he goes out, does his Quali 1, locks up the tires, uh, and gets a relatively slow lap. And Ferrari, mm. which all season long has been making strategy mistake on his behalf after strategy mistake. Just like basic, basic stuff. Um, they don't send him out again because they think that they're close enough that they can just not send him out again and preserve tires. And granted, this co- they spend like $300 million a year. They can waste tires. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and he misses... Quali one, or he he misses getting out of Quali one, and has to start all the way from I think like seventeenth place. And this is a guy in a car that can place, like he could have gotten pole. Uh, so he actually he he just had to drive crazy aggressive, uh, and made a bunch of passes, worked his way up to like thirteenth or twelfth place, and then made some just insane. Attempted passing, spun himself out, uh, and then ended up in 20th and then, like, tried to make another crazy pass and, like, damaged his car and the team just called him in to preserve the engine. Uh, So that kind of stunk for him, but it was really entertaining. Uh, And then there was a lot of talk about whether or not there would be rain, so there was a lot of different strategy calls around that. Uh, there was also Lewis Hamilton, the guy who was in the lead the entire race, mm-hmm. used up his tires a whole bunch, and uh, the final 10 or so laps was Max Verstappen right on his ass the entire time, just yeah, I, angling for I, all kinds of attempts to pass, but was never I, able to I stick think it. I, well, wasn't it Verstappen stuck his nose in there and uh, clipped him a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, he clipped him a little bit, and he had to – he missed a corner uh yeah didn't gain any position off of it so no penalty there but he had a five second time penalty anyway so the only way that he would have gotten on the podium was by passing uh passing lewis and then making a five second gap to you know third place Mm -hmm. at least uh 
Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, as you know, as Monaco, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like this was a solid Monaco as far as Monaco goes. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. It was you a watched pretty solid indie. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Nice. It was. A <laughs> Man, ruined my transition. Get wrecked. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a pretty solid indie actually. Um, it was a lot of a lot of passing, a lot of uh, really good runs, mm. especially on the restarts. I mean, guys were hanging it in there, two and three, or, you know, not three wide, but two huh. two wide, and the third guy coming up in trying mm-hmm. to fit his way mm-hmm. through, running two wide through through the short shoot and everything. I mean, it was it was interesting um, for for long stages in that race. Uh, uh, but in the end, the guy that started on the pole. Ends up winning it, um, so clearly Illuminati confirmed. He oh, was for to sure. Win, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn Penske. Man, I went, I went and watched the ending, and it was really good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah, very it was entertaining. Cool. Winning, winning. Yep. One of my friends came over. I had a party on uh, Saturday oh, night or party. Sunday night. Uh, the guy has friends, everyone. I know. Yeah, I'm not bragging or anything, but yeah, I got friends. Uh, yeah, he came over and was like, "You need to watch the ending of the Indy race." So mm-hmm. I threw it on, and no one at the party was interested, but I liked it. <laughs> I had uh, you know, I had two people in town visiting me, and uh, it was interesting because uh, for the 600, I, I kind of um, we we kind of got home, and it was already in the second stage, and so mm. I was kind of I turned it on right when we got there. We watched a little bit, uh, turned it back off. I, I forget what we were watching, and then I had it on my phone, and then uh, basically. Uh, they were like, "Hey, let's check back in on the race." And so I turned it back on, and they were, they were entertained. And then I would turn. I kept, I kept. I think I was just subconsciously or self consciously being like, "Oh, they're probably not interested in going." Yeah, it. yeah. But then uh, Brian kept going. Uh, my brother says the race is really cool right now. We should turn it back on. And so we did end up watching the last uh, bit of the race, which was really entertaining. So yeah, um, yeah. See, these guys are turning into NASCAR. That's again. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Huh. And I, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that brings us uh, to our whiner of the week. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Please do us the honor, B-Boy, and let us know. Who is yeah. it this week? It was a tough decision. Um, in fact, we did disagree on this one Yeah. Um, just a little bit, and I, and I think you just kind of gave up and let me have it. Um, uh, yeah, I but, really but, didn't fight hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was would have been too easy to give it to Kyle Busch again, especially after uh, things that you heard during the race or things you heard on Radioactive. Uh, he, like, what, threw a tantrum and said, tell Joe Go- uh, Joe Gibbs I'm re- resigning, I quit, or mm-hmm, something stupid, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to get Radio he's, Sweetheart. We're not going to give it to him. And he's. Ju- I, I actually think he's just trying to hat trick whiner of the week. Yeah, uh, clearly he was just trying to get it again. Yeah. Um, but... I'm going to give it to our race winner, Martin Truex Jr., um, for, for yeah, maybe not being a whiner, but being kind of a bitch. Kind of a bitch. That's classic, uh, Martin. It's so disappointing. It really I really liked him that year that he won, and then yeah, it all went I, to I his head. Yeah, I did, too. And then, yeah, it definitely went to his head. Uh-huh. Um, two things that he did was, one, after you know hitting the wall and being in the back, he wrecks the prettiest car in the field, in our opinion, here mm-hmm. at the Big One Podcast. Cody wears 51, which looked like an old American bomber. Beautiful car. Yeah. Just straight up wrecks it. Ugh. So that he, he yeah, so waste. that he can catch back up. What a waste. Fucking ass. Uh-huh. And then, then at the end of the race, the 38 car stays out on the final restart because he was out of tires. He had no more tires to put on the car. Smart. Uh-huh. That makes sense to me. And he's out there, so he's out in front, and he's right in front of MTJ. And MTJ has the gall to ask him to drop to the back. Dude's mm. out front of a crown jewel event. Yeah. 
and you want him to drop to the back? That's what ridiculous. Kind of disrespect do you have for the rest of the competition out That's there? That's just insane. Yeah. Whiner of the day. I'm whining about MTJ, but he's my whiner of the week this week. Uh, Yeah, that's well earned. Man, asking someone to drop to the back is such a shit thing to do. It really is, man. Yeah. I And I love the the driver's reaction um, to to that uh, ask because, I mean, I, I think David Reagan ended up finishing like 15th. Um, yeah, 15th. Yeah, 15th. Um, him, and, him and Ryan Newman yeah. started up front there and finished 15th and 16th. Huh. Um, but the, but Reagan, his response to it was just like, no, are you kidding me? Like, why would I do that? Like, I think he said something like, can you go punch him in the mouth? Like, talking about the 19 spotter that asked the 38 spotter to ask about going to the back. Like, uh-huh. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I totally Winer of the agree. week. That's well deserved. Yeah. 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 You were right. You were right. He, he definitely heard that. Oh. Yep. Cool. Um. Cool. All right. So next week we are in Pocono. I'm very yeah, excited we're, about this. We're, yeah, up I in like the Pocono. Pocono Mountains. Yeah, uh-huh. up, uh, up just a little north of Boyertown, uh, up a little f- north of my kinfolk. Mm. Um, the Tricky Triangle, as they call it. Yeah, well named. It's because there's three corners. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. How, what sort of lap structure we got here? Uh, so we've got 50 laps, then we got 50 laps, and then we got 60 laps. Tight. So pretty even segments. Yeah. Um, the aero package is interesting, though. We've got 550 horsepower, but no aero ducks. Yeah. And this is only the second time we're seeing this. I think huh. it's the only two times we, or I, we'll see it a third time, but yeah. only two tracks we see it at Atlanta and Pocono. So. I'm skeptical, B boy. Although I, Atlanta I was mad, but I think it was because of the how the tires shredded in the corners and everything. Mm. Um, I'm you know. I, I I can't be judgmental. I went through over over all those stats about this year, and, yeah, and it honestly has true. been more competitive. So true. See what happens? All right, I'll give it a chance. You're right. Yep. I'll give it a Every chance. single time we give it a chance, though, then we have a race like Dover, and we're uh, just yeah. like pissed off. <laughs> yeah, just fall asleep the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. So previous winners, uh, we had the eleven win four times, mm. uh, which is that's really like, good, yeah. huh? That's surprising. Well, it's just that I never really thought of the 11 as being particularly good, like, anywhere. <laughs> not that he's, not like, I'd uh, say, yo, fuck the 11. But, you like. You know what's funny? Yeah, like, I, I'd say the two tracks, like, if you were to ask me where is Danny Hamlin, or I, I could say three tracks that he's really good at. I'd say Daytona. Uh-huh. I'd say uh, Martinsville. And I'd say Pocono. Those huh. are those okay. are his best tracks. Yeah. Um. So we also have uh, the 48 car, Jim Jam, Jimmy Johnson, has won three times here. Not too surprising. And uh, we have Kurt Busch also winning three times historically, which I guess makes sense yeah. for both of them. They've both raced for a while. Uh, and then MTJ has won twice, and uh, the 18 also has won twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So did you – you watched last year's race, did you? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, good. I mean, it's the Tricky Triangle. You got you got to yeah, watch. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Blaney, of course, he he had won the year before. He started on pole, uh, and he led early until he had a problem and uh, had to pit. Uh, Martin Trucks Jr. took the lead, and he won the first stage. Um, Kevin Harvick got to the lead after that and won a caution-free stage two. So pretty boring overall. 
Uh, interestingly, I found this kind of neat. I, while watching the radioactive, Kurt Busch's mic failed, and they switched out helmets that mm. he was wearing. Uh, which just like, uh, I mean, I I guess it makes sense have spares of everything, but I'd never really thought of them having two. Well, also, I wonder how you diagnose that, you know, from a software engineering perspective. It's yeah. Like sometimes API client, like, how do you diagnose where the issue is? How do you know that it's the, the helmet? I guess you, know? you could have him try switching radios, oh, radios? inside the car. Yeah. And then if that doesn't fix it, it, his his mic was really just sounding messed up. Gotcha. Uh, You're so just I guess, clearly better at debugging than I am. Well, yeah, I turn <laughs> stuff off and on, uh, but one at a time so I can see when it stops being broken. Yeah, for sure. All yeah. right, cool. Uh, and then, of course, final stage, Matt DiBenedetto had brake issues and his tire mm-hmm. caught on fire. Uh, and Casey Kane, Daryl Wallace, both had transmission in- in juice, Bubba, in juice, issues. Bubba blew his <laughs> engine up, basically. Uh, and then was Derek- this the one where – was? Oh, it must have been the other Pocono then where Daryl lost his brakes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was scary. In the short shoot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, then a little more, a few more cautions. Uh, one that's worth calling out: Eric Jones spun after contact with Joey Logano. Just any caution or any wreck involving Joey Logano, I enjoy. <laughs> We're going to mention it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then final restart: Martin Truex pulled away from Larson, Harvick, and Kyle Busch to pick up his second win of the season and his second win at Pocono. And interestingly. Um, he really benefited from all of these cautions because there were there was a pit cycle where only four people stayed out, including Truex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without all of these cautions, he almost certainly would have lost the lead. So fortune played into his hand there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you. That was a really well done recap of last year's race. Thank you. Uh, what sort of racing action are you expecting us to uh, see here? Um, like I said, I, I kind of, I, you know, we were debating on whether or not this hurts or, or helps the downforce um, in terms of the uh, the air, uh, brake ducts being there. Um, but regardless, um, or, uh, sorry, aero ducts. Uh, regardless, I think the cars are punching huge holes in the air. Pocono's got some long old straightaways. We're going to see a lot of guys try and duck and weave and break the, uh, the draft line behind them. Um, we, it was interesting to see some of that happening um, last year at Pocono. I mean, it, it does always happen at Pocono, but even more so now, I think, with the way the cars are, are set yeah. up and the yeah. lower horsepower. Um, you know, I think I think the actual lower speed should help them in the corners. They shouldn't shred tires quite as much. Yeah. Um, should see faster lap times on the uh, scale of the whole uh, uh, pit run or oh gosh man i'm struggling with words right now mm, um mm-hmm. the length of a run mm. i should see, i would expect them to go faster over the length of the run yeah that I'm makes sense. Say. um some some things that i i'm i pointed out or i i got some statistics on to watch for is seven of the last 10 lap uh, winners did not lead a lap until over halfway through the race and uh and chevy has won at every single track uh, uh, excluding the roval uh, more recently than their last win at Pocono, which came in 2016 with uh, Kurt Busch. So uh, Chevy maybe not going to be coming to victory lane. Huh. I don't know. They've been doing a lot better this year. It's true, but uh, you know, 20, 2017 was a good year too. Uh, you know, they shouldn't have. True. True. You know, true. Been able to win there, yeah, but uh, right, but yeah, right. po- Pocono has been kind of dominated recently. So yeah. 
I'm going to dominate you. <laughs> Are you? In the smart and hard picks? Because that's what's coming up. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. I Did you go first last week or me? Um, Let me take a look. I'm going to say you because you picked Kyle uh, Bush. So yeah, I did. I'm going to say it was probably you. Yeah, I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, you know, I had Kevin Harvick and and uh, my boy Kyle uh, kind of got into an accident. So my average has now dropped all the way down to a nine point eight five. Yours with a third place from Kyle Busch and an eighth place from Grandpa Jim Jam. Yeah, you, know it. you are now down to a ten point four two. Yes, uh, which is really low. It's the lowest that you've had since Talladega. Yeah, it is. So, uh, really, yeah, you're really moving in the right direction right now, dude. Tell me about um, it. Th- with that said, and because I'm gonna go first. Mm. Oh, man, I was uh, – there was, like, two drivers, and I, I thought you were going to go first, and I was going to pick the other one because I'm pretty sure you're going to pick the other one. I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was really strongly thinking about picking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've decided not to and, in fact, am going to pick <laughs> Ryan Blaney. Ooh, I like that pick. Uh, Ryan got his very first win here at Pocono uh-huh. just a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if anyone's listening and wants to go back and watch that, please do. It's awesome. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, 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 he, just how he tracked down the 18 and then held off the four to win. Yeah. Race. Really, really great race. Yeah. And uh, for anyone curious, I made uh, Ryan Blaney laugh once. So He did. He did. going to call him out. B-Boy was there for it. He can uh, confirm it. I can vouch for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, for my heart pick, um, it's 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 uh, you know it's gonna come out of left field. I'm gonna go with Chris Busher, the driver of the number thirty-seven Ooh, car. Okay, first, first time he's been picked this year. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Uh, any particular reason why you're picking him? Um, so Chris Busher got his, I think, only yeah, definitely only win. In Monster Energy Series here at Pocono back in 2016. Okay. Um, another uh, interesting fact I want to bring up later, so I'm going to hold off on that one. Okay. But there's there's another reason as well. So. Tight. Oh, is that going to be one of your rapid fires? It's in God, my rapid I can't fire. wait. <laughs> uh, cool. My other pick is going to be... Uh, yikes, yikes, yikes. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman. That's a good pick. Thank you. I agree. All righty. Wait. Oh, it has to be outside the top ten. Oh, you tricky son of a bitch. Yeah, he did just move inside the top ten. That that tricky son of a bitch. So, for that reason, I'm going to go with number ten, Eric Almarola. All right. Okay. I like the switcheroo. Staying on top of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's interesting um, is clearly you're not paying attention to the track trends because... No, definitely not. JGR has been dominating this race, all right? They have won four of the last five poles here, and they've won the last three races here. I'm the only one to pick a JGR driver. That's why I will finish ahead of you this week. Oh, interesting. Well, if uh, I may retort, blah, 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 whatever. (laughs) Beautiful. Well done. (laughs) Oh, the dairy farmers of America are going to love that. Uh, Cool. Uh, I think this kind of brings us right into rapid fire yeah i would agree i'm yeah. so excited Me okay too. cool uh you go first because you have four. Oh, i do 
Um, all right, let's start off with the first one. Okay, so actually, no, I'm going to start off with uh, question number 1.5. Mm-hmm. How many drivers are the same number of years old as their number? Oh, shit. I'm just looking at numbers right now. Uh, Jimmy's not 48. Two. 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 Interesting. It's just one. Is it William Byron? No. Michael McDowell. Interesting. 34 years old, driving the 34 car. I guess Byron's like 22 or something. He's 21. Little baby. He can drink now. He's a baby. Uh Uh Uh-huh. We can invite him down to drink with us. Oh, hell yeah. And Drink he's milk. young enough that he wants people to like him. And yeah. he thinks oh, that drinking is how up. you get respect from people. Yes, yes. And then he can Same invite as well, Joey but... to a, pl- a place that we're not at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Perfect. Cool. cool. All right. Well, hit me with it. Yes, sir. All right. So I mentioned this earlier, and this is why it wasn't in our notes and it's in my rapid fire. When was the last time all four Hendrick drivers finished in the top ten as they did this past week? Um, what year? Year and track. Jesus Christ! If you get either right, I'll be surprised. Same, dude. Um, I'm gonna say, jeez, yikes. Um, Charlotte and oh Lord, 2012. I don't know. All right. Well, it actually, it's way more recent than that. It's 2016. Okay. Um, and uh, and it was actually at Texas, the spring Texas race. Uh-huh. I figured this is one of those where I could, like, set you up and you would think it would have to be Pocono or Charlotte, and mm. it would be just neither. So Mission accomplished. Yeah. Got him. All right. Go for it. Uh, fine. Um, let's see. Okay. So this is a little bit of NASCAR engineering trivia. Uh, why is it that they run the engines at a higher temp than production cars? Mm. At least the primary reason. So production cars normally run at 200 degrees Fahrenheit. NASCARs Mm -hmm. run at around 270. It's because it requires less airflow to keep it quote unquote cool. Uh, which then means that there is less drag used for cooling off the engine, uh, and that just means you know they can put more tape over the grill. Uh, so, and so the way you kind of phrase fast. the question, are you saying that they choose to run the car at 270, or that the they build the engine so they can run at 270 because that's about the max temperature that they could handle for that long? Um, the uh. They the reason that they try to push it as hot as it can go for long periods of time is to reduce the amount of airflow that's needed to keep it cool. Gotcha. Is one okay. of the primary reasons. Um, yeah. Also, they have to run their uh, their their water cooling at higher pressure than normal in order to keep it from boiling off. Because hmm. water usually boils at two hundred and twelve. New guy, always bring in the engineering facts. I try, man. I try. All right, hit me with it. Uh, yeah, so four of the last six winners at Pocono won for the first time in their seasons, including Chris Buescher and your pick, Ryan Blaney. Um, will we see a new winner 
for 2019 on Sunday? This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, first time winning ever? No, first time of the year. Um, I'm going to say yes, and also I'm going to say it's their first time winning ever, Alex Bowman. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, I chose him. Be... Yeah. <laughs> wow, did you? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's only been, what, six drivers have won this year? So, uh, yeah. Uh, field is wide open. And, and the one thing that I thought was kind of interesting was I was looking at the average finishes for drivers at this track. And 10 of the top 13 best average finishers at this track all have not won this year. So really? Interesting. The, the only ones that huh. that have are Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, right. and Denny Hamlin. So, huh. Cool. Yeah. So, cool. Cool, cool, um, cool. My next one is is a multi-part one. You're going to have to rapid fire it because that's what this section's all about. Okay. In Can I ask my question first? Yes. Do it. Cool. Uh, how many races have been uh, raced outside of the U.S. for the top three NASCAR series, exhibition or otherwise? Oh, geez, that was a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. I oh, originally was just starting off with how many have been done outside the U.S., but the place that I was getting data from, I needed to add more qualifiers as I learned more. <laughs> I see. Um, I know they raced over in Japan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. Are we just talking about the top series? Top three series. Top three series. I know they raced in Mexico. I know they raced in uh, Montreal. I know they raced in... Uh, Wait, did they geez. race in Montreal? They did. Or Quebec's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Quebec's in Montreal. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Or other way around. But yeah, Montreal's in Quebec. Yeah, right. I'm an uh, idiot. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know how Canada works, man. <laughs> Uh, either way, uh, I'm gonna go with three. <laughs> Those are the only three I know, so I'm gonna go. So, with three. Uh, okay, oh uh, yeah, all right. I'll go with different cities. I was asking number of times they've raced, but I'll go with different cities. Oh, um, I see, I see. Uh, you are halfway there. It's actually six. Mm. So, uh, four races in Mexico City in the 2000s for Xfinity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, six races in Xfinity in Quebec. At yep. uh, Circuit de Gilles Veneuve or whatever, mm-hmm. F1 races there right now. Um, one in Australia, I believe it was an exhibition race in 1988. And get the name of this place, the Calder Park Thunderdome. <laughs> Fucking dope, <laughs> dude. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, two races in Suzuka, Japan, 1996, yep. 1997. Yep. Uh, one race at Twin Ring Motegi in 1998. And then oh, I did know that one. Dang one it. race in Ontario in 1958. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that all was right. a really good one. I'm really proud of you. For Thank that you. One. I really. That's the most research I've ever done for one of these, and I'm <laughs> proud of myself too. Nice. Uh, I'm actually. How about you do two in a row? Because I really want to finish with my last. Okay. Time. Cool. Um. If all right. This is a goofy one. Um. If. And I'm only clarified because I'm worried you'll take it seriously. Uh, if NASCAR <laughs> were to get rid of all but one track and still race the same number of races in a season, which track would you want them to keep? Oh, man. Hmm. 32 races, one track. NASCAR, 2020. They're getting rid of four many? total. and Because I forgot the number. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, we're a very professional podcast yeah. and we know NASCAR. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bristol. 
Yeah, I was. That's also what I was gonna say. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, just so good. good. Although, I mean, honestly, going out to Talladega uh, thirty-six <laughs> times a year Can doesn't sound bad either. Imagine they would not have any cars left. There'd mm-hmm. be no cars left in America. Yeah, I think the one other question that I might ask is like, if you would, if we had chosen like Indy or uh, Charlotte or right. Daytona, they could they the race infield? the infield? Yeah. Because then you could do all kinds of different track configurations. Uh, you can only use one track configuration per year, but you can have multiple paths that can be taken in the race. Oh, jeez, the Joker lap! It has uh, made it. Yeah, that's awesome. At Daytona, the, the you got to use the infield. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I love it. All right, uh-huh. cool. All right, I'm gonna bring us home. Here we go. Please do. In 1997, Rusty Wallace, Ernie Irvin, Dale Jarrett, Mark Martin, and Bill Elliott all appeared in a country star's music video. I'm going to first ask, who was the country star? Just see if you know it. Um, I know you're a big aficionado of country music. Oh, yeah, you know me. Dolly Parton. Alan Jackson. Oh, man. Anyway, that wasn't really Oh, I should have said Kyle Petty. (laughs) Hey, you know, he could be, be a country great. star. Yeah. With that, well, because uh, there is a guy named got. Kyle Petty who does music. He's not necessarily oh, country, there? though. Isn't there? I don't know. Why would I know this? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, Google, continue. Google it real quick. Yeah. All right. Um, so now I'm going to name some music stars of today. Okay. And you tell me which driver would appear in their next music video. You sticking with me? Oh, uh, wait. Sorry. I was looking up Kyle Petty. Say that one more time. Um, so, uh, I'm going to name a bunch of uh, music stars from today. Uh-huh. And then you've got to oh. just rapidly fire out which driver appears in their mu- next okay. music video. Yeah, okay. All right. Ariana Grande. Uh, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Drake. Um, oh, Ryan Blaney. Mm. Ziggy Marley. I don't know who that is. It's Bob Marley's son, nephew. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's basically Clint Bob Boyer. Marley. I don't know. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He seems like a chill <laughs> dude, man. I can see him. Actually, in, uh, he seems green. really high strung. So that's a terrible yeah. choice. I could see him in the green, yellow, and red, and like trying to put out uh, Ziggy's like blunt. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I'm going to change it to. Um, God, I'm forgetting literally every single name of every single driver right now. <laughs> I'm going to change it to William Byron, but he doesn't know that he's in the video. He was just at one of the parties secretly uh, <laughs> that it was filmed at, and he's in the background smoking a big old doobie. Sounds good. All nice. right, Cardi B. Um, Jesus Christ, Austin Dillon. He thinks yeah. he's there seriously, but she's in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, or she, you know what? She's probably uh, you know, giving him one of those drugs that she used so that she can rob him. Mm, probably, yeah. yeah, like yeah, she yeah, yeah. All right, um, Marshmallow. Oh, boy. No, that one is Austin Dillon. Yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. I was like, you just you just took it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Chris Stapleton. Uh, is that a country singer? Yes. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah, I love it. All right, and uh, BTS. Oh, oh, good. Uh, Kyle Larson. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, man. I thought that was such a good Joey Logano one. <laughs> Wait, I miss, uh, sorry, you cut out there. What would you say? I thought it was such a good Joey Logano one. Oh, uh, why? I don't know. I just okay. Joey Logano would be really Yeah, good. that yes, actually but Kyle kind Larson of... could actually like fit in there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
That was a good. Answer. I feel like Joe. Thank you. I yeah, Joey could fit in, but like he would be, like, he would be like the subject of the music video. Yeah, and yeah. he would be the main character, but it would be like very awkward. I feel like Joey Logano would either be in a Carly Rae Jepsen music mm, video mm-hmm. or maybe a Celine Dion music video. Yes, or a made-for-TV Disney movie. <laughs> Wait, he hasn't been in one of those? I don't know. We should uh, go back and check. Come on, right, come on by and we can watch them tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so that brings us to the end of Rapid Fire. Mm. And on to our NASCAR Cup Series standings. Yes. A, a thing that we missed last week. Indeed. We yeah. Um... So, we have in first place, of course, Kyle Busch with 528 points, then Joey Logano in second, 522, Chase Elliott scooting his way on up to third, Mm -hmm. 478 points, tied with Kevin Harvick, also 478, then Brad Kozlowski, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, my boy Ryan Blaney in ninth, 10th place is Alex Bowman with 373 points, he's 155 behind the leader, then Clint Mm -hmm. Boyer in 11th. Eric Almarola, Daniel Suarez, Jimmy Johnson, William Byron, and your boy Kyle Larson bringing up the top 16. Kyle, of course, is at 311 points. That means he is 217 behind the leader. Yeah, he's only two points uh, from being out. And the guys, the guys right outside, I mean, Stenhouse, Newman, and Jones are right there. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Hoping for some better luck for my dude. Fingers crossed. Yeah, man. Um, some things that I, just by looking at this, see is, well, all Hendrick cars are now in the chase. Mm-hmm. Well done, well done. Um, and also, 14 of the 16 drivers currently in the chase were in it last year. The only two that are not are Austin Dillon and Eric Jones. Wow. And the two that are in in their place are Daniel Suarez and William Byron. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yep, yep. Kevin Harvick, still no win. Yeah, still no win. Still uh, in fact, I... He's, in my opinion, not the closest person to winning next. I, I'd say Ryan Blaney is the closest to winning. Oh, stop. I'm blushing. I know. Uh, yeah, I also would agree with you. I don't necessarily know if Ryan Blaney is closest to winning. I did pick him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I also agree. Kevin Harvick just doesn't – it doesn't feel like he's going to win anytime yeah. soon. To me, it feels like Blaney or Bowman. Um, Man, I made good two. picks. You did. I you, – I, I was a little upset that you picked, and that's why I had to insult them and talk about the mm, thanks. mishap. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, that's about all that I've got. I don't know about you. That's all I got, man. That was, a, was a good episode. I'm good up. glad we talked about Charlotte. Uh, mm-hmm. Loved that Charlotte race. Mm-hmm. Really excited about Tricky Triangle. Really excited mm-hmm. to do this again next week. And really excited to always, as always, thank our listeners mm-hmm. for sticking with us for 40 seven minutes mm-hmm. of uh thrilling podcast quality content i would say yeah whoa show mm-hmm. so, cool uh you know we got a twitter at big one podcast please mm-hmm. give us a follow uh please rate us on all the uh respective platforms go ahead and uh, hit us up with what driver would be in your favorite music artist music video yeah let really us know. curious to see what you got don't email us no one uses email hit us up on twitter or yeah. you know uh send us a letter I don't yeah. know how to do that. But or if you does. do want to send us an email just to test and see if our email address works, you're welcome to. Okay, yeah, that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, what is our email again? Uh, podcastbigone at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you guys again for listening. Um, play that outro music. All right. Bye-bye. See you.